Hello world, welcome back to Mariana Thinks Food. Today's episode is on waste. It's waste-ed, if you catch my drift. Let's start with a little imagery. Imagine you start making a salad. Simple, no cooking necessary. You wash the lettuce, you slice an avocado, and you cut some tomatoes. What are you left with? If the lettuce is romaine, for instance, you are left with a stem, and then you have the pit and outer areas of the avocado, and then the stem of the tomatoes. And if you're like me, that every single surface in the kitchen needs to be messy, you have all of the juice from the tomatoes and the seeds all over the place. But when tidying up, these things, as a city dweller, I would put them in a compost pile. So does that make them waste? Or is waste the plastic packaging that the lettuce and the tomatoes came in? Is it both or neither? Technically speaking, you can replant the bud of the romaine lettuce and you would get another head of the romaine lettuce. Look at that. Then the avocado pit, you could plant and grow a tree. You're climate um, dependent, obviously, because in the north here, I don't think anything grows. Anyway, and then you have the seeds of the tomatoes that you can get a lot of tomatoes out of those. And then any remaining bits and bobs would be used to nourish the soil. But what really happens with this stuff? We throw it out with a laundry detergent bottle that is plastic and full of chemicals and a myriad of other things that we put in the trash bin like nail polish. And I give this example because I think it smells horrible And any food or anything nutritious next to that probably is killed right off the bat. But anyway, I digress as per usual. But my point is that we have these things that could grow, these things that are nutritious for the soil and that can actually bear fruit, no pun intended. And we combine them with other things that clearly do not give life, like old batteries, That does not breed anything, not even bacteria. Well, maybe bacteria, but still. You get what I mean. All this stuff goes straight to the landfill to be burned, or sometimes it makes it to the ocean. The trash is left to do its trash thing. Things start rotting, and there are a combination of gases that end up polluting our systems. Think about the turtles, the dolphins, the whales... The orangutans, the monkeys, the gorillas, the lions, all of these animals. Oh, and think about the humans, too, because we want to stay here for a while, I would hope. And now you must be thinking, how do I compost, recycle, reuse the things I purchase to reduce my trash? I want to leave my mark on this world with my tiny contributions, but that will all add up. That's me pretending to be a buzzer or your alarm clock, because this is your wake-up call. The largest contributors to greenhouse gases are energy, industries, and transport. And this is why you should care. It is not enough to just compost and recycle. You really need to think about the whole system. And a lot of companies are taking advantage of this and trying to confuse consumers by saying, the responsibility is on you. When the product gets to your house, then you have to recycle and you have to do X, Y, Z so that you are a sustainable human being. But let's consider everything that happens before and why this is relevant for Mariana Thinks Food. 
Climate change is driven by the excess emission of carbon dioxide and other greenhouse gases. All human caused and the repercussions will be universal. An increase in temperature of 0.7 degrees Celsius has been recorded from 1961 to 1990. Over time, if this trend continues, global temperatures will be warmer than we experience them today. And why is that a problem? Have you ever tried growing a plant? This summer I took care of a basil plant. If I would leave it for too long in the sun, it would shrivel up. I would have to move it and water it more. All my attention and tender loving care were in vain as it eventually moved on to a better life. Imagine if my entire region where I've grown a certain crop was to become warmer. How would I keep crops alive as a farmer? I would need more water and become more creative in how to maintain the health of the plants and soil. Additionally, I would have to deal with water shortages since everything plants, animals alike would require more water to live in the same land. If it's hotter, you're thirstier. Same happens to plants. And if we don't address these three major emissions producers, energy, industry, and transport, then it doesn't matter how much you compost or how much you recycle on an individual basis. Everything's not going to add up because the three largest culprits will still be intact. How can we help? As for our energy system, we must transition to lower carbon electricity sources like renewable and nuclear energy. Use electric vehicles if you can and if you can afford it. Support developing nations to skip the high carbon energy pathways and go straight to lower carbon options. Because these need to be heavily subsidized if you consider that we're talking about South America and Africa. And it's very likely that if we do not help fund these developments, then they won't happen because it's cheaper to use coal and oil. Lastly, maximize. Improve the use of energy we already use. Sounds simple, but how many places have you been in in the summer that the stores have open doors and the air conditioning is coming out? Same goes for heating or excessive lighting. Why do you need screens everywhere? If you go to Times Square, it's literally daylight in the middle of the night. Is that really necessary? I wonder what their sustainability plan is. All these screens turned on all the time. Doesn't seem like they have a plan yet, but I'd be really interested to see if anyone can send it to me. And now moving on to my favorite topic, food. I don't want to discourage composting and recycling and all these things. I think it's great and I think it's moving us in the right direction. But there are other things that we can do that have higher impacts. Reducing the amount of meat and dairy we consume can help a lot. And anyone can start making changes by substituting high impact meats such as beef and lamb with lower impact meats such as chicken, fish, or eggs. And over time, you can increase more plant-based sources of protein, such as beans, chickpeas, lentils, quinoa, and nuts, to name a few. Not only will it be good for the planet, it'll also be good for you if you're consuming more fiber and nutrients from diverse sources that you would previously not have consumed if you were following a very meat and dairy-heavy diet. Then at the store, buy things that aren't perfect. A lot of waste is created 
in the process of getting a perfect round red tomato to you as a consumer? How about you go to a farmer's market and find tomatoes that are amorphous? They're cool, they're tasty, they're trendy, they're hipster. They're the cool veg of the aisle. And all these things are great. But my point is, waste is a lot of things. We can waste a lot of elements of food, but we can also waste energy and natural resources that are also contributing to climate change that will also contribute to the lack of access for nutritious food in the future. So think about things on a holistic level and see how you can reduce your footprint by taking public transport, using electric vehicles, maybe bike to work or walk to work, cardio, eat some nice veg that is not perfect, make some better decisions on whether you turn on the heat up or the AC down, and really analyze the industries you support with your purchasing dollars or euros or yen or rupees or whatever currency you have. Because industry, which includes car manufacturing, clothes manufacturing, your computer, your phone, your bed, your desks, the furniture at your office, the KitchenAid that you want, the plates that you use, the shoes that you wear, the light bulbs in your ceiling, all this stuff is created somewhere. And we don't really think about how these things are sourced and how they're going to affect our food supply in the future. Because, you know, that's all I really care about. I want to be able to eat the rest of my life and would like the following generations to be able to eat as well. So if I can convince you to do something that will reduce your carbon footprint today, tomorrow, and the day after, maybe we'll have a chance to continue eating. And with that, I leave you. Thank you for listening today to my spiel. And I look forward to having you in my audience in the future. I have some pretty cool things in the pipeline. Hopefully they all operate and you'll hear about them soon. And with that, until next time.